Welcome to another fabulous edition of the fundamental interconnectedness of all things. I'm Eric. I'm fabulous. Just jump right into it here. Get into it, man. You ready? Come out like a fighting paper bag. I'm, I'm swinging. I'm a boxer who's swinging. Um, and I'm a paper bag. And I'm holding you in. What? Nothing. Never I don't mind. Get it. Um, this was a story that uh, my wife shared with me. And it was about uh, a woman in Ohio. Mm-hmm. This was in the paper, so maybe you've even read it. woman in Ohio was having some remodeling work done on her house. And uh, the contractor that was in there was tearing plaster out of the bathroom walls and came across some Depression-era money. Porn. Oh. 180. Yeah, Depression-era porn. Her knee socks were all the way (laughs) up her knees. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. She was showing a little shin. Depression-era porn. Depression-era money uh, that equaled $182,000, but after appraisal due to, like, uh, the age of the bills and the quality of the bills, et cetera, is estimated to be worth $500,000. Sam. Yeah. So apparently they were very excited that they found this money. Uh, and originally they kind of, you know, settled on, uh, you know, oh, thanks for finding this money in my wall while you're doing this contracting work for me. Uh, I'm going to give you 10% of the money, you know, as a finder's fee. And at first he was okay with that. But then after some thinking, he said, oh, I want a little bit more of that because if it wouldn't have been for me, you wouldn't have found that money. So he wanted forty percent or fifty percent or wow. something, something like that. So they got he into this big squabble. Nothing, didn't he? Well, I'm gonna elongate the story just a little bit because while you were on the phone here right before our podcast, I delved into it to, to find out what I could find on the internet. Apparently, that happened in December of 2007, and it did end up going to court, and it was just settled out of court uh, apparently this month um, in 2008. So it was in litigation for 11 months, I guess. And what ended up happening is through this media circus and all the, I mean, it was in the papers and being written about all over the place, heirs of the original owners of that house Ooh. came forward and said, oh, whoa, 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 that's, that's grandpappy blah, blah, blah's money. We're entitled to some of that money. It became this three-way of who is going to get the money. And uh, the final outcome was that the contractor and the homeowner got to share 10% of the money and the original heirs got the other 90%. Wow. But as the judge was making his ruling, he also stated, you know, there's a law on the books. It's basically a finder's keeper's law. Uh, if you guys would have just figured this out on your own, 
none of this would have happened and you would not have legally been bound to give any of this money to the heirs. What do you think about that? Well, <clears throat> what I think about it is that if there's a law on the books like that, then whoever their lawyers were, they should f certainly fire those lawyers and certainly be very angry at those lawyers. Plus, if there is a law in the books like that, they should be able to reopen the case and say, oops, sorry, heirs, this law in the books says that, that you don't get this money. They should be able to reopen that case. Yeah, I don't know what the full details are of the whole thing. I mean, maybe once they brought in the heirs and whatnot, that complicated the whole matter. Uh, if there's a law in the books, that, that's going to take precedent over anything else. But now, let's, And if they can bring that law up and, and cite it as precedent, that throws everything else out the window. I I don't, yeah. I mean, unless, the, I don't know much about law, but right. unless once that gravel comes down, or the gavel comes down on that judge, that's it. Well, he can't change the law. I mean, he can make a rule. He, the judge's right, job Right, but if he makes, what I'm saying is if he makes a ruling on that particular case, but then, like, later on, you, you come up and say, oh, wait a minute, you know, there was this other law you can that appeal we forgot it. about. You yeah, you can appeal it. it. And there if you go. Got, if you've got good enough lawyers, they're going to be like, well, wait a minute, this law is And on if the there's books, so $500,000 on the line, there's going to be good enough lawyers. Yeah. Hell yeah. So so it, there's something. You know what? You never but, know. You never get the whole story of any of this. But that's not really why I brought up. I mean, I don't want to speculate on Ohio law. But what I was wondering is, say you have a contractor in your house and you guys stumble across, or you're at work and he's doing work in your house fixing your floor he's doing your floor he's pulling up the floorboards and underneath the floor he finds two hundred thousand dollars and he is generous enough to say hey eric i was pulling these floorboards up and i found a big wad of money oh, i'd you give should, him at least ten percent you should come over i'd be like dude yeah i mean he's, he's 20 he's 20 grand oh yeah at least sure why the hell not okay so now well it depends if the guy was an asshole you know and you can tell i mean well apparently in this case the contractor was a high school friend. Ooh, and then he started so, pulling some shit yeah. out of his ass after the fact yeah. that they offered him ten. Yeah. Well, yeah, that just proves your yeah <laughs> yeah. Well, no, see, I, I'm I mean, right away, what popped into my head was today, some people brought in this a bunch of uh, toys and stuff, right? And it was pretty cool stuff, and I I get kind of big eyed, you know, I get kind of like a kid in a in a candy store when I when I see people bringing in good stuff because I'm like, oh, I can make some money off of this stuff. And I was adding it all up, and I ended up giving them fifty dollars in cash. Okay, you know, for all this stuff. And it was like, after they left, and I was like, all right. And I started going through it and pricing it. I was like, damn, I uh, I think I gave them way too much money, you know, because oh. I have a tendency to be very generous when I buy stuff from people because I see that they're kind of in the same boat as I am, and they're, you know, they're they got some stuff and they want to sell it and they want to get some money for it, and right, right, and I want to give them money for it. I mean, that's what I'm there for. I'm not there to just suck the money out of people and and walk away with it. I'm there to kind of be a, a, a system of, of, uh, of, of balance, of, a pillar in the community. Oh, if you will. for God's <laughs> sakes. Yeah, I know. That's what it boils down to. But no, I, it, maybe it's my karma. Maybe it's my, my, my paranoia. Maybe it's my, uh, what is it? <coughs> conscience. Yeah. My conscience, my, Your my guilty, guilty conscience. Yeah. My guilt. It's my guilt somehow. I mean, I, and I don't know why I have so much Okay, guilt. so what if you're the contractor and you come across this $200,000? Do I tell him? And say you're my contractor and you find $200,000 in my house. No, no, no. Say you're not my contractor. You're just, you're you and I'm me and we're doing some work in my house, right? And Are I'm, you there? Well, if, of course I would. Well, and then you show me the money and then I'm like, wow, this is awesome, Eric. Here's 10%. Ooh, 10%. Yeah. Here's 20... Here's twenty grand. Quick, 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 quick. 
There you go, buddy, man. This is awesome. You'll go buy yourself something nice. That's a good take way carry to put out it. to dinner. Well, I'm gonna take my hundred eighty thousand dollars. Got some bills to pay off. Uh, I would, I would be like, fuck, man, that sucks. But what again, would you want? What would you want? Um, would you want half of it? Probably, but but why? That wouldn't mean I would get it because because it. Well, no, you. I mean, you bought this house. You, See, these are the kind of things that this where it's difficult to make a, ra- a like a quick decision until you're actually in the situation. And you know what? And this is this is this uh, this is perfect because this goes back to the, what I just talked about at the store, where it's like people come in and I'm talking to them and I'm trying to be their friend, and it's like, oh yeah, I'll give you fifty bucks for all this stuff, you know? And they're like, oh cool, awesome, and then they talk to me and we're friends and everything's cool, and then they leave and I'm like, buyer's remorse. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I buy that? You know? And it's just like with the with the. Uh, Ten percent remorse, you know. Oh yeah, ten percent would be fine. That'd be great. Uh huh. Oh, that fucker, fucker could have given more. Yeah, He's got one hundred eighty thousand dollars. He only gave me twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, it wouldn't have even found it if it wasn't for me. Yep. I so had that's, the, I had the idea of doing that project in there. It's the remorse. Yeah. So, but it's you the know? finder's keepers law too. I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's absolutely true because, well, but then you were the finder, so I mean, yeah, but you had you bought the house. I don't right. know. I'm not saying that uh, in in no situation here would I say that anybody would just like pocket it and be like, oh, I gotta wow. go. See, okay. See ya. It's easy to it's easy to to it's it's great that you bring uh, things like this up because now if it ever does happen, <laughs> I mean, I, it's and you know what? It's easy for me to say right now because what I'm thinking right now in my mind, and it's easy for me to say this, but fifty percent is what I would like to think that I would be willing to part with. To you, if you found something in my house or in my backyard, if we were digging around in the garden or something, uh-huh. you know, if you decided you wanted some raspberries next spring and we were digging and all of a sudden, clink, you know, you found a, a chest or a something. A treasure chest right. with gold. Yar, full of skulls and daggers. Gold. Right. I'd be like, wow, dude, you know. I, well, you know, maybe what I would do, actually, I mean, here's, I mean, I this is cool because I, I like these kind of um, thought games. These are like games. This, this sure, is the sure, kind sure. of games I, I can't wait until Lily's old enough to play these these thought games and talking games and, you know, morality plays. Do you ever remember um, that game called Scruples? It's kind of what this reminds me yeah, of. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Um, what I would probably do, uh, and this is this is kind of a, this reminds me of, of uh, my friend Scott Smith. Uh-huh. Now, when he's he's working for the man, he's working for this biotech company, and he's like, I hate it, I don't really like it, blah, 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 blah. But it's off. Oh. But uh, he says that what he's doing that so that he can make a lot of money and then – you know, treat his family and friends right. Mm-hmm. And he's going to take them all. He's going to buy him a house wherever he ever becomes rich. So here's what I'm thinking. If we found $200,000 in the backyard, I'd be like, well, why don't we have a blowout vacation? Let's go on a world vacation so with this shit. Spe- how much? $200,000? So well, I wouldn't spend the whole thing. I'd say, you know, maybe I'll let's let's here's 20000 for you and 20000 for me. And then we'll blow the rest on whatever the hell we want. I'll buy you a new car. And I'll, we'll buy a new car. We'll just much- use it up. We'll burn it up. How much do you owe on your house? It's uh, about a hundred. So you owe about a hundred thousand dollars in your house. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't the wheels be clicking in your head? Like, well, it'd be nice to pay off the wow, house. Wow, pay this house off. Yeah, man. yeah. Get, that that those wheels did click. Yeah, that's why get, I said eh, I'd keep twenty <laughs> and probably throw it at the house. You get your house paid off. I mean, you're you're making a lot more money at that point once oh, you yeah. don't have that house payment. Oh yeah. Well, that's basically you know what you you have a, a sweet fat retirement fund. Yeah. I guess. I have nothing. I have my house. That's what I'm counting on is my retirement fund. Sure. Once I get that sucker paid off and I'm paying everything I can towards it. And with the market the way it is now. That's it. It's a, that's it. <laughs> that's a surefire I mean, plan. If I have a $200,000 house, you know, what else do I need? What else? I mean, that's all I really need. 
Right. I'll buy. I'll I'll sell the fucker, buy a Winnebago or something for uh-huh. thirty five thousand dollars, a used one, and I'll have one hundred fifty thousand dollars cash that I'll invest or whatever, uh-huh. and I'll just drive around the country. And if I have to get a job here and there, I'll do some art or I'll, whatever. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what my future plans are, but I mean, right now it's a long time away, you know. So, uh-huh. but I I don't want to be obsessed about saving all my money and I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, but, but I want to get that house paid off because I wouldn't. hate. I hate paying five hundred dollars a month to the freaking bankers. I hate so that. So then you find this money, and this money is your ticket. Okay, let's, it would be nice. Let's, yeah. Let's you say you say you owe a hundred thousand dollars in your house. So say you find ninety five thousand dollars in the backyard. You find it. I find ninety five thousand dollars in your backyard. I I'd still like to think that I would be the big enough guy to say, hey, let's split it right down the middle. Really? Yeah. Or let's let's take fifteen thousand dollars and next summer or like in and we'll put that all in an account and you me Jenny Ella Carrie and and the kids in five years will go on a huge vacation with that shit. You know, you know what else would be an interesting idea? And I don't know if, how you could pull it off, but well, maybe it'd be easy. All right, let's go back to the two hundred thousand dollars. One of us finds two hundred thousand dollars in the other person's yard, and we sit down and we're like, "What, what are we gonna do with this money?" Uh, and we say, well, the ten percent, ninety percent thing that doesn't seem quite right. That doesn't seem quite fair. Well, see, you threw well, a whole I, different a different thing in it. Because, I know, I'm I'm kind of all over the place. I mean, but, but hear me out. Yeah, you said it was a it was a it was a high school friend, but that that high school friend, well, especially in a news media article, is is not. I mean, most high school friends, I think, are not like sure. like we are. We're a little bit more than high school friends. So like, I don't know. What about this? What about this for an idea? We're we high find school the, lovers. We, yes. Uh, we find the $200,000. We sit down at the table and we say, you know what? Let's each take $5,000 for and ourselves. invest it in the stock market. No, no, no. And see how much we can get. <laughs> and whoever wins gets the rest of the money. <laughs> um, we so get a year. So each of us takes $5,000 to pay off bills or have a good time or whatever. That leaves $190,000 that we go into business with. Ah. We use it as a business venture. We 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 make a partnership LLC or whatever, and we either invest in a company or we open a company or sure. something like that. And yeah, then buy, yeah. whatever whatever money. I mean, that means that at that point we both have to be on the same page. Whatever money that hopefully we're going to turn that one hundred ninety thousand dollars into three hundred thousand dollars or or whatever we're going to well, do with our investment. I'm not saying we throw it in the stock market. That that would be a bad idea. Yeah. But maybe some maybe we know a good cook or maybe we know a good artist and we just want want to give them uh, investment yeah. money. We want to invest in you. We want you to do what you do. Here's your money. Uh, we would like you to make a profit. Yeah, but you're be risking that. Well, it's you almost let's see at that point you almost might be better off. I mean, if you're just looking to turn around and make three hundred thousand dollars from that, well, you're better off going to the stock market because yeah, you invest in the business and you the first market. five years of that business is going to be a loss. Well, you can almost guarantee it, and then you're it's still you're walking on on shaky ground. You know, businesses are very difficult to make okay, a lot of money. We'd have to do you know some because research. businesses. But look at me, I'm in time. business and I am in business to to just keep my head above water and and to keep myself busy all day and not have to work by sticking my nose up the up sure. the guy's ass but people do it all that the time that is why i'm rich in business i'm not people, in business to make money rich people there's lots of rich investment firms investment companies all they do is have money and they take that money and they invest in ideas and people and things not necessarily for the greater good of yeah. you know society more in the idea that they're going to turn around and make some money off right of that. and and you know what Maybe maybe you know we, what? Honestly, I think that is 
one of the most negative things about capitalism. Yeah. That is definitely a, a, a erosion of morals as far as I'm concerned. But we would take this money and we would invest and it hopefully in something I, I personally that believe, believe that, in. that I am one of, of a new generation of businessmen that are trying to reverse that trend. And we're gonna start a gra- kind of like kind of like the radio stations that you turn on the radio station and it's a clear channel station yeah, and there's yeah, yeah. four hundred thousand clear channel stations or or Time Warner Media. It's like you those know, aren't 30 investors. Thirty percent of the no, but it's the same thing with those business. are like aggregators. Okay, and that's exactly what business is. That's what business yeah, does. It, you invest in in this this one business and it's like well, okay, you got a good thing here, but you know what? There's this other company that's been doing it for 50 years. They're not so good, but you got to go. Why don't you merge with them? And then we can make mm-hmm. even more money. So we'll invest in you if you decide okay, to merge with them. So get, you put yeah, all yeah, these, yeah, yeah. you know you're what I mean? You're getting negative. You're looking at the entire negative. I'm looking at business. That's how what business works. What if you take, say you take this $190,000. And that's how making money in business works. Well, not, no. It doesn't no, necessarily no, no, no. have no. to be negative. No, let me, because let me, let me I mean, put something out here money that's is negative. To, to disprove that. You're right probably in 80% of the case. Say we go to the UW. You can have the 20%. <laughs> yeah, we go to the UW, and uh, we find some promising film students or somebody who's written an amazing script and doesn't have any money, doesn't have any connections. And we say, all right, you are going to make this movie that we read the script to. We really like this script. Uh, we got $190,000. going to be a pretty low-budget movie, but we're going to invest in this. We're going to budget it out, and we're going to handle all the promotions, the advertisement, we're going to try to get in theaters for you. And you know what? If it fails, you're off the hook. If it, you know, we're out the money. And if it succeeds, you've made a name for yourself in the movie business, and maybe you can go on and do good things, and we've made some money on our, our, on our initial investment. And then maybe we, we make another movies. That's what yep. I would like to do. Like, if I won the lottery or something, you know, I'd pay off all my debts, quit my job, and then I would look for investment opportunities, like well, movies, or, okay, and, you know, or and, maybe even publishing. Mm, maybe you find somebody who's got a really good sure. book, and you're like, yeah, wow, Children, this is really books, good. Kids' books, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe we know somebody who's a really good artist, and somebody else is a really good storyteller. Uh, who, right. who makes the little kids' clothes? Or Here's $20,000 that we're going to go into producing uh, a yep. run of 10,000 of these, and we're going to... Yep. Try and sell these for you, get your name out there, and and you know do a good thing. Well, what I I mean when when you said something about finding a film student and uh, who wrote a good script. Well, first of all, you'd have to come up with a okay, submit your your ideas to us, and we're gonna go over them, and then we're mm-hmm. gonna have a contest or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, that's okay, yeah. but then fun. you're kind of throwing all your eggs in one basket. I like the idea better about starting a company. Yeah. With that hundred ninety thousand dollars and throwing it into equipment and rental space and you know, or even buying a building and, but and, and getting a bunch your of secondhand business and getting is, to know it. And but then your business you can say, is, all right, wait, now wait. all these, all these students that are at the UW and they're, you know, these film students say, come on in. And, and instead of, instead of the $50 studio time or whatever that, that they usually charge, if you have a really good idea, just bring it in. And, and we won't even take any of the profits. Just say that we did it for you. We worked for it. We did it, you know, and we'll get, we'll, or we'll write a contract, maybe 5% of it or whatever. Not, not the, you know, we're not the big corporate, and that way, you're starting the grassroots business again. You're but not, you gotta make, you gotta be able to make money off of it. Well, sure, but we're doing our own side projects at the same time, and we get, and instead of just that one thing, we're throwing all our eggs into, we we start a couple different ones. I don't know. I don't know. Huh. Your method doesn't seem like it would make money. I'm not. Well, see, that's not what I'm about. That's not who I am. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't seem like it would make money. I'm not. But I, you I'm have not, to make money. 
You got to be able to pay your bills. You got to be able to buy your food. And it would be nice to have a little extra so that you can go to the movie theater or take your wife out to dinner or whatever. I mean, think of all the pressures that you've got, you know, maybe maybe instead of doing this floor by yourself and taking six months, you'd be like, fuck it. I'm going to hire somebody to do it in a day. Because well, I've got I, a little yeah, we're extra coming cash. to that point. Yeah, I know. I, I'm just well, saying, you know. But that gets into okay, but then an where does it get too much? podcasting topic. When does it of get when too is much? When it too much? Right. Because then you're like, oh, you know what I could use is a jet ski <laughs> and a right. four wheeler. Yeah. And exactly. a place up north and mm-hmm. a dock and a boat. Mm-hmm. And I would like to start scuba diving and buying oh, all yeah. that equipment. And, Hell yeah. Uh, and I a house, take, you know, a house. A house down in Mexico or something that'd be sweet. Or in France, yeah. that'd be pretty sweet. That would be nice. We could just you so, know, fly over there anytime we want. I guess what we I'm should probably buy a house just for the holidays. Like yeah. a house that's only decked out just for entertaining. A Christmas then, house. A Christmas house. <laughs> I bet. I guarantee that's. In fact, there's a movie for you. We just hire some Mexicans to take care of it during the, the year, year, and yep. then for the holiday out. season, we. Uh, oh, sorry, guys. It's already set up for us with all the decorations. Or actually, and what stuff. we do is we let a family live there year round. Except like for the last two weeks of, of the year or whatever, or the mm-hmm. last like all of December. That's and and, that's holiday and we're so time. rich that, that that's our holiday. Mm-hmm. So we say, here's fifty thousand dollars. Take your family and go on vacation to Mexico for a month. Wow, that'd be pretty generous of us. Why? Well, we're come on. But at that nah. point, if we're rich enough to have a huge holiday house, if we're rich enough to have a huge holiday house, we're also scumbags and we only have eleven month leases. From January Wait, to, to new, November. Then we'd have to find new people every year. No, that would be a pain in the ass. You want to get a good family in there uh, that's going to live for free. Oh, they stay there for free? Well, sure, why not? No, no. we're douchebags. They get charged something. Yeah, they keep it up. And they get charged a little extra. Well, they keep it's it up. cheap rent, but they keep it They make it just up. enough to pay for their vacation no, we're down, down south. Oh, okay. Okay. So then they're out of our hair for that month, <laughs> and we get the house. And I guarantee you, there's things like this set up in, oh, in the, in the sure upper are. echelon, in the in the Reaganomics trickle well, down. Well, I mean, era. what do you think a timeshare is? That's what a timeshare is. Yeah, you you just go. ooh, we have a little place for a week out of the year, two weeks out of the year. I hate money. So, but my question then is, if everybody, if you don't need money in a society, in Eric's perfect society, you don't need money. Yeah. All right. Right. You can't. You can't just jump in and start talking about that because we're all so that's like saying all right well we have a, a society without I'm, television or without without technology without okay, cars so is there you, money in this society you said you hate money there shouldn't be money even, you can't even you cannot even imagine a society without money Jerry. yes i you can. can't no sure. you can't i'm gonna lay it out for you right you here can't. you if, can't because if, you're gonna you're gonna the the you you have like a game engine you have a you have a reality engine and that reality engine was built with a basis that that all engines are money driven and so you no. don't even know no, 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 you don't no, no, even know no, 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 no. what what a, what a, what an engine for reality would be oh, so you're talking money. you're talking about a utopia where everybody just lives happily and freely and dances around no i'm talking about a, a, a place like squirrelville where everybody just okay, does that, their own thing okay. and takes care of their kids yes but now if you are just taking care of your family and your kids yourself your family where are you getting your food from well you grow it so you grow it. So we're all just going to grow our own food? Yeah, sure. Or you or you pick You know what? We have so many people in this in this world and that's the problem. That's that's There's too many people in the world. Oh my gosh. That's why that's why we need money. No. Yes. The reason we need money is to get things done. Money is the ultimate incentive. What do we get done? What are we getting done? What do we get done? We get we get we make smaller phones. Yeah. And we get faster cars. 
What what is that? Is that really getting things done? So is this a hark? Are we living back a better the, life? To the... Are we really enjoy? You know what? Are we happier? No. The United States has is number twenty seventh on the list of happiness. You go over to Africa, okay, where well, the then people la- have, then, okay, have, have sure, third sure, hand sure. shoes, and and half of them have AIDS, and they're happier than Americans. Oh, they're starving to death. They're not happy. Of course they're happy. Look no, it up. They're not. Look it up. Look it up. They're dying. Look it up. Then you got all those babies with the big bellies and the flies oh, flying. Now, on their oh, heads. you got media brain right now. <laughs> You gotta oh, okay. lock up media so brain. Then lay out this world. This world was what? Where? What happens? What do we do? You, you, you. I don't know. You just, I, I don't you know. You exist. I, I can't flesh it out. I, I can't do it right now. I, I, you got me on the spot. And oh, I mean, I just, I just don't like money. I just don't like the idea of, of, of uh, people that have a lot of money controlling the people that have a little money, and you have to work, work, work to, to, to make this money. And then pay, 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 you know, and and then and there's so much of it wasted. I mean, it's it's like, it's like you look at look at the cows. Okay, you you take a cow and you you cut it all the little pieces up, and it's like, okay, well none of it gets wasted at the slaughterhouse or whatever. But then, oh, the best cuts go to the restaurant, and then it gets served to this you know fancy guy who says, well, I eat a little bit of it, but I'm I'm not really that hungry. Just throw it away and throw it away and throw it away, and then half of it spoils because it you know it doesn't it it's it sits in the sits around too long in the freezer or. I mean, there's so much waste, well, you know and why? that's all. That's all because of money. And if there was, if if there was no money, and people were like, "Hey, you know what? We're gonna kill this cow, and it's gonna feed fifty people. We're, so we're gonna have to have a big party, and all these people, we're gonna eat this cow tonight." Okay, that's that's it. Good, right and there. Every one of these right fifty there. people owns a couple of cows, and every couple of weeks they'll kill one of their cows, and they'll feed all of us. The and problem, it's a communal thing. But the problem with that is human, it's a commune. Yeah, the problem with that is human nature gets in the way. Human nature dictates that one of the strongest or the the hunter, the guy who's getting this cow or okay, slaughtering this so, cow, sure. he's going to take he's going to take a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more cuz he deserves it because he's the one that goes out and hunts, absolutely. So he keeps taking a little bit more, a little bit yep. more, puts some in his reserves because maybe next next harvest there How is How does he put with- meat in his reserves? He it's going to spoil. It. I don't fucking know. It gets it's spoil. Like, did you ever read that book Into the Wild? Yeah. No. Okay, The Moose that kid who who went up there and died okay, in, let's, in let's the bus. Let's put this with any sort of like wood, okay? He collects the wood and he stores it aside, and he only divvies out a little bit to the people in his commune because that's human nature. That's the way we're programmed. I mean, look at social. What you're talking about is some some form of socialism. And in any socialistic society, what ends up happening is the people on top who are saying, "You're a farmer." You're uh, this, you're this, and everyone's going to work for the greater good. Everyone's going to have a place to live. Everyone's going to have food. And you don't have to worry about health care. Everything's taken care of. Okay. You just have to do your job. Okay. And then this guy and the other people, they just get... It's always happened in every society where they start pulling rights yep. and they get fatter. Yep. On the, yep. And then but the you know what? Collapses. All right, now I got a little chance to talk here. If you look at, like, uh, China, okay? And they they're used to have... Into a, they're turning into a capitalistic no. socialism. Is it my turn to talk? You, you had my hand an up. awfully long time at the mic, but go ahead. Okay. So China, 2,000 years ago, they had like a little system of uh, uh, serfs or uh, fiefs, little, little fiefdoms, whatever, little little uh, kings and every little, and, and they were on top of the food chain and they mm-hmm. had all the people working for them and they, and they fought in amongst themselves and they had bloody wars constantly. Well, so... Boom! Evolution goes forward a little bit. Now you have the the Middle Ages or whatever, and you had the kings, and they were a little more tolerant of, you know, allowing the people to have a little more and 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 helping them out a little bit. 
boom, jump forward to the United States. Okay, it was built on the freedom of the people and the expression of the people. And for and for quite a while, I think America is pretty good at that, right? It's it's very good at that. Now, what what caused that? What caused those leaps? And then if you go back to like the the caveman or whatever, okay. Now this is of course you can't prove this, okay. And I'm actually jumping around here on my timeline. But if if you if you think back behind, um, um, the, the what I talked about in China two thousand years ago. If you go back like even to the Egyptians, okay. Now you had the the pharaohs or whatever, and they uh -huh, were uh -huh. they were blah blah blah. Oh, the sun gods or whatever, and you're all slaves. You have to build this stuff. Okay. Now you go back even further. Now imagine what happened. You know, when on the dawn of evolution, when when Homo erectus started walking 50,000 years ago or whatever, there was probably individual clans of like 12 people, you know, that, that there was probably like one or two women and or like four, seven or eight women and like one or two guys. OK, and they probably went around like in wolf packs where there was like the alpha male and he would kick any other male's ass. And but they took care of their family plan. And that was kind of like the squirrels living. They, they lived in these communal things. And they beat their women, and they just knocked them up as often as possible to get as many. And they took all the meat. Now, look at the evolution from that to what I described about China to what I described about the Middle Ages. Now, the United States. And for quite a while, the United States is being – and every jump – I mean, those aren't like hard jumps, but it's being an evolutionary process where we're becoming more and more um, uh, aware that, that people kind of – need to express themselves and and they need they and, and 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 we have a little more empathy towards everybody and maybe we can start like evolving this 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 trait this natural human trait that you saw, talked about us having which i completely agree that we do of being very selfish and wanting to control everything maybe we can start evolving that out of ourselves because we realize that we have it and that is that is that is uh directed evolution maybe which is maybe hopefully in my little utopian mind hopefully what the future of the human race holds for us instead of continuing down this path of of uh selfish you know i i need more wood i need more i'm gonna bury the meat so nobody else can have it hopefully we can breed that out of ourselves maybe that's my shtick maybe that's my what do you do about malcontents there's always gonna be a malcontent it's always gonna be somebody that goes against the grain well i don't know at, then i mean you, then as you label a them crazy whole, and stick them in a, in a sanitarium uh, well, there you go. Who's going to pay for that sanitarium? Who's going to run that sanitarium? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you don't see my thing about evolution where we're trying to, where we, hopefully maybe we can, I mean, maybe I'm talking Star Trek. Maybe there was a Star Trek episode like this. Where, well, in oh, the Star know, Trek universe, years, there is years no and money. Years of, uh, in the future, there's, there's like, uh, they, they come across this, this alien race where it's like, oh, we have no need for money or no well, need for Well, did you just hear what just, I said? What? Th there was a big war in the Star Trek universe and then they uh, realized that, their uh, fighting and all this sort of stuff wasn't getting them anywhere, and so they decided that they were going to try to peacefully coexist, and eventually they abolished money. And everything that they did was for the greater good of humanity and trying to move them forward in exploration. In the, in the original show? It was, was this described in the original show? It was described in Star Trek The Next Generation. I don't know if it was necessarily described in Was it described the in detail? Show. Yeah. Wow. Almost just like what I said in a couple of episodes and definitely in the movies. Because they'd wow. have various time travel. There's one episode, actually. This is good. This is good. There's one episode mud. where, not mud, where uh, in the next generation they come across this uh, uh, pod that was shot up into uh, 
full uh, of money. Orbit. Not it had two hundred thousand dollars <laughs> in depression era money. Yeah, Picard's like, this is mine. Number number, <laughs> number one. Number get away. You may have ten percent. <laughs> don't give any to Worf. <laughs> Uh, I don't think so. Uh, uh, no, they, I think me and Deanna are going on vacation to on Fiji. Vacation? We'll need forty percent of that there. <laughs> Number one, I'm very disappointed in you. They find this uh, craft that was shot up into uh, the atmosphere, or not the atmosphere, but into orbit in the 21st century, and it's got three people on it. It's got like a doctor and uh, a businessman and, and a phone telephone sanitizer. And a telephone sanitizer. Um. And so they bring them aboard. Uh, they figure out that they were uh, cryogenically frozen, and they have the technology to revive them. And they, it comes out that these, some of these, one of the people was like an experiment in cryogenic freezing. The businessman was very wealthy, and he wanted to be cryogenically frozen. Uh, and then the other one had cancer or something like that. And they were all put into future into this so that they could. Um, cure the cancer and then the businessman of course he just wanted to live and see what the future was like or, or something like that they were able to def- now that would be a reason to make money yeah so they, that would be a reason for me to make i would make money for that purpose what just to see what's in oh, the future fuck yeah wow so, so, actually now you got me thinking now we should make money <laughs> let's invest in a film student so <laughs> i got 50 bucks they bring them on board and, and basically the other two uh wow. people are are adjusting okay to the future and everything but the businessman's like all right all right, I got to make some calls. I got to make some business plans. There's some people down. I got to see how my stocks are doing. I got to see how Blood. my companies are doing. I can see them. Wag, uh, jolly wag. And then uh, the captain's like, I don't, I have no idea what you're talking about. I was like, yeah, money, money. Don't you don't you know what money is? I mean, I, I, I got to make sure that I still got my money. And he's like, no, we... we I buried it in a wall in somebody's bathroom. <laughs> we haven't had money in 200 years. Everything we do is just for the advancement of humanity. And, and his head started smoking trying, and spinning and was, around. like He in, was just bamboozled by it. He just couldn't wrap his head around that the idea that there was no money Kind of like society. you can't wrap your head around the idea of no well, money. I think it was... Uh, no, no, no. I mean... See, so, I think... Wait, wait, you well, know anyway, so... In I, our relationship here, in our relationship here, I think you're the dreamer and I'm the realist. And I see the merit and the ideas that you are laying down. And I agree with them. I think it would be wonderful if there was no such thing as money. Well, evolution, I'm the guy, you know, I'm the guy that's all for socialized medicine. And I'm the guy that, you know, if socialized if, roads, socialized roads, if socialized if, fire departments. I mean, if if my medical Police. and my house was paid off. Hey, man, the sky's the limit. At that point, I can quit my shitty job and go to something I really like. Mm-hmm. You know that would still be a job and farming, still be money, making money movies. Making. But I see the reality of it, and I, I don't see the society as a whole letting go of this capitalistic society that we've created because there'd um, be too many. No, no, no. The, the, that means that the government's in control, or that means other people are in control, and you're not in control. And well, I, okay, I don't think. And that how are we going to buy in, things in, in big evolutionary jumps like that? Um, I don't think it's been. That's not really evolutionary though. It's it's more societal. Yeah, but it's society society jump. can evolve. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, society. The evolution can of society is 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 tremendous. You could study it for for minutes. I don't think hours, that, days, I don't think weeks, we're anywhere years. near that though. I mean, look at there's look probably at, a, a a doctoral program for the evolution we can't of society. Even get, we can't even get gay it's called, marriage. It's called passed. sociology. Look at there's so I mean sociology. Yes, is basically, I understand. I understand, but we're stuck so backward that we can't get. Uh, okay, but what I was going to say was that the evolution of society and sociology is not doesn't. It's not like a gentle uh, pond. 
with, with a light breeze blowing on it. It's like the ocean with a tsunami. That's what evolutionary uh, society is like. So what's going to happen is you have uh, a, a, a nation that falls apart, okay? And that nation is bailed out by other countries or by its government or something. So the monetary system still rules. Now, what's going to happen in, in, in this idea that I have and maybe what happened in Star Trek was the entire world was a world economy, which is what we have today. And if that fails, which is kind of what's happening right now, is every every nation on Earth that's that's the you know capitalistic leanings right. is is falling apart because the money system is failing them. And so when that goes, the when the whole shebang goes down and there's nobody to bail them out, then the people say, oh well, let's rebuild our our society. But you know what? We seem to be rebuilding it over and over because this 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 money thing is not working. And I think actually, if you look back in history, I don't know much about history, like like thousands of years of history. You look at different nice. burps, different, different, <laughs> different systems of government. I think they've like different systems of government have failed over and over and they tried to rebuild them. And finally, they came up and said, you know what? Let's try a different system of government. And that's how we eventually settled on the capitalistic system of government and democracy. And it's been working for quite a while, for 300 years as the United States has been around. And it's starting to crumble. It's starting to fall apart because of because of. That that selfish thing where people are like, oh, I want a little more for myself. I want so you get one percent at the top that has millions and billions and trillions of dollars, and you get all the little people down below that are working for him, cleaning the toilets. No, and but and is democracy? People are gonna get pissed off. Is about democracy that. and capitalism one and the same? No, not necessarily. So, I, I, I mean, system I don't of government. Capitalism is a is a uh, is a is a is not a system of government. It's it's more of a. What do you what do you? It's a it's a. Well, I don't know. Can you have a socialist? D- democracy? Yeah, absolutely. I, I guess mean, what you can is have a democracy, democracy with democracy is just it's like for the people freedom. by the people. Okay. And socialism is uh for the people by the people. I don't know. <laughs> it's for the people with the help of the people or something. Yeah, I think socialism is is a is a democracy without capitalism. And democracy is a is a democracy with capitalism. Does that make any sense? I don't know because it's hard to imagine d- one what do without they even the say? other. Socialism is a is a democracy without capitalism. Because you, socialism and socialism is a type of uh, system of government. System of government, just like democracy is. But capitalism but is, a, is a capitalism can't exist in a socialistic society. No, a, a purely socialistic. society. That's what I said. I said uh, socialism is democracy without capitalism. Democracy is the form of government in which the supreme power is held completely by the people under a free electoral system. All right. Hanging chads aside. Hanging chads aside and Ohio voter defrauding also aside. All right. Well, so that's that's the first sentence on Wikipedia. So let's see what uh, uh, what was your capitalism? Capitalism. Das Kapital. Well, you know what we're just capitalism is the economic system in which the means of production are controlled by the private sector rather than by government. It's an economic. Okay, so a socialist democracy would be uh, socialism without capitalism. Democracy without capitalism that's completely controlled by the government. Yeah, a democracy without capitalism. Well, that would mean that there's really no rich people at that point. You would well, have, you have I think the party have, members. You would have, well, <laughs> you'd have the party members. Well, he's a party member. 
but uh, so I think you'd have in a socialist democracy, you would have people that are a little better off than some of the other people, depending on their jobs and their skills and what their, uh, 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 what's the word, their their natural abilities are, right? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't make any sense if you're uh, uh, naturally gifted in uh, sciences to right. make Actually, that guy. A I was talking to this woman from Poland the other day, and and she said that you know to be a doctor over there, and there I don't know what they're doing right now in terms of their capitalistic leanings but she said you want to be a doctor you don't go screwing around you don't go partying you don't i mean you want to be a doctor because you believe you are going to be the best doctor and you have to work hard for years and years and years and years and years to be a doctor you know you don't and you don't do it just to make a lot of money i don't know right polish is they were the solidarity well, that's yeah, Lechwalesa back in the it was 60s the first non-commercial trade union in the communist country. I don't know. Oh, the government attempted to destroy the union. Blah blah blah. blah. Well, all right. Anyways, I don't know. I don't know. Well, whatever. We're getting pretty Semi-free heavy, hard, hard and heavy here. Let's. What are we on? Thirty minutes or so? Come on, people are like, 30, what the fuck? Minutes. Shut up, guys. This uh, is ridiculous. Yeah. Let's talk about grape soda. Grape soda. Or tamarind. Do you ever hear of tamarind? That's good stuff. I don't tamarind. know. Mmm. Uh, yeah, you know, all I've, all I've got on my mind is is heady topics. Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, Schlitz. Schlitz. Go to jail. Do not pass go. What are we? Uh, what are we? We got a few minutes left. Go but... to jail. I, Jesus, that was the whole thing? That was ridiculous. Well, no. I don't even want to listen to this one. I, uh, this is have... horrible. We're all like... <laughs> hey, Eric, have you heard? What? Bird is a word. What? Everybody's heard the bird is the word. Bird is a word. Okay, yeah. Shut that thing off, you <laughs> fat bastard. I don't know why. Why do we get so excited? Heady? I don't know, happy. What's what's they're happy to be about? What's no, you know what? I was listening to some of our pods, uh, nice. some of our our, our previous the pods. Been happy. We uh, we don't looking forward to winter. We don't. We 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 tend to stick to these Downers. deep downing, yeah, deep, well, shit, deep man. downer. No wonder we don't topics. get anybody to listen to us. They're like, oh Christ, they're at it again. Yeah, I mean, I think. Come on, I think pod people, Come people on, that listen to pods, happy. I think they want. Come on, get I, happy. I think they want to laugh. You know, I think they want. Yeah, and we don't, we don't laugh enough. Anecdotes, either that or like role playing like stories, you said, no. or or you know, just funny things that we need have some more commercials, but good ones. Huh? You huh? The spotted dick was a good commercial. This uh, this portion of the show is brought to you by Super Soft Kleenex. Mm. Hey, weren't we gonna? Uh, it's like a bed for your what, nose. We have a lot of beers on the table today, and we a were supposed to have a uh, beer mascot. We were. Oh, yeah. um, this is pretty good. This Hofbrau House. So you got Hofbrau. There's Dunkel. even a little picture of Hitler in the background. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his arm. I'm Zimmer Volkswagen. Now let's take off Hitler. I've got um. Oh, tonight on Hitler, <laughs> you get a Zeppelin. What? You get a Zeppelin. Oh, I had a team about Zeppelins. You get a what Zeppelin. Was it? it was um. Would you get a Volkswagen? It was Zeppelin Everybody races. Everybody gets a Volkswagen. Oh, it was so funny. It was really funny. It was like Zeppelin races or something. The Zeppelin, f- Zeppelin fest. Oh, no, tonight what was it. Tonight's beer mascot is Steinlager, a pure New Zealand beer. Oh, I didn't have one of those. What well, is you, it? Is it any good? It's a it's a Steinlager. It's a lager. New Zealanders must be partial to pain. 
What? It takes a severely masochistic streak to undertake the Southern Traverse, a 150-mile run, swim, and cycle across the New Zealand Southern Alps. All New Zealanders Steinlager, do it? and then I think they each mile they down a Steinlager. Uh, 150 beers. <laughs> it's a lot. I don't think they worry about pissing in their shorts when they're running. Their it bike takes in. about four months to complete the race, but uh, <laughs> nice. boy, they're nice and toasted when they're done. Jesus, I can't remember my family. Did I finish? No, sir. You're only at mile 32. Oh, God. What's a New Zealand accent? Isn't that kind of Australian? It's, yeah, it's it's very it's very it's very Australian, but it's a little bit different. It's 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 not quite as strong. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Uh, I don't know. I can't really. I can't really do it. It's it's a, it's got it's got a little nah, bit that's of that's Australian. Um, it's it's like it's got, a tamer it's got some Australian. British in it. It's got some British in it. Yes. Yeah. And it's clipped though. It's clipped. It's softer, isn't it? It's not as lazy, I don't think. It's, no. Oh, it's, it's very, more it's, articulate. It's more, yes, more... it's more p- petite and, and articulate. Yes, like it's it's a little more British, I think. Yes. Well, I've never really talked to many uh, New Zealanders. New though. Zealanders. I, I worked with a woman who married a New Zealand guy and then moved over there, but I never talked to him. Pretty country. Holy crap! I'd love to go to New Zealand. Yeah. Wow. I'd love to go to Australia. Well, um, wow. there it is. That would be nice. Put it in the can. You're kidding. Uh, save a cold one for me in the fridge. Oh, that was sick. I'm coming home. That was sick. Just just say the goodnight. Oh, my God, folks. I, I apologize. This has been the... Un, the This has been a discourse in... The blundermental the interconnectedness yeah. of all things. Wow. I'm, this is the bummer cast. I'm bummer number one, Jeremy. Uh, I'm I'm Drew number two. <laughs> no, I'm number two over here. Wow. We got to start over. How well everybody's heard about the bird. Bird, bird, bird. Bird, bird's a winner. Well, a bird, bird, bird. Bird is a winner. Well, a bird, bird, bird. Well, a bird is a winner. Well, a bird, bird, bird. Welcome to another fabulous edition of the fundamental interconnectedness of all things. I'm number one. I'm taking a number two. Oh, boy. No, that sucked. (laughs) 